on the Fosse Batman here. Uh -huh. We're gonna pop him, son. Wow, what? Wow. Kanye 2020. What? Who's your favorite celebrity crush? Is it Sosa Fosse Spider Cuz? Hey, yo! <laughs> I wanna take things slow. Put my mind in cruise control. Like a satanic cult, it's an old ritual slaughtering goats, bitch. Yeah, you're fucking with the original flow, sick, and anybody can get it. COVID, fucking with that, I don't roll shit. It was so sharp, I could slip my own fucking throat with it. So rich, I got more chips than my shoulders, and I'm about as approachable as a roaches. Yes. So better steer clear from it. Here comes a nuclear bomb for your eardrums. Lyricism, it is most fearsome and fierce. We're on another tier, like a tear ducks up an echelon. Your career sucking, it was sheer luck, like, like a fucking leprechaun with his beard cut. You're the punisher, weapon drawn with a beer gut. You're slower than a Decepticon with his gear stuck And I what? I serial kill in your Kellogg's I love checks and I hate tricks And you're a fake bitch I can spot you like you about to weight lift yeah. Bitch, I'm better than cake mix But I can't be whipped with egg beaters nah. You cunts must be out of your labias And God's my alias So if I don't have faith in me Then it basically makes me an atheist yeah. Nick Diaz got the no, world so. by the tracheas And a chokehold and a sleeper no, so. Yeah, And me and Dre are like dog hair We're both in our lab coats like retrievers But like a Doberman, I'm a whole different breeder what? Animal mutt mixed with a Overachiever, oh, you're the king of rap. You're about to be overthrown like a pass over the head of an open receiver. This shit could end up coming to blows like a wiener. But I ain't finished with putting these hoes through the ringer. Like clothes in between the two rollers of weight. No, what I mean is flows in a woven. I treat them like thread. That's how I wind up sewing machine up. So fucks if you don't give them either time to ride or die. Cause you're either both or you need to throw a middle finger up if you're rolling. But me, I'm gonna ride till I die. Give a fuck if you bitches die. Put the motherfucking hole in your face. Back up, bitch, don't even try. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the cruise control. <laughs> Episode fifty nine. <laughs> As you already know, we are back across from me is the boy Dev, and he's top nut. You know what I'm saying? Why? Why am I top nut? And as y'all know, sitting across from me is the bull day. Why am I top nut? Why? What is this accusation? You just are. What is this accusation? We just got here. You're the you're the you're the most top nut I ever known <laughs> in my whole life. So we did the top five top nuts. <laughs> and we did the top we, five nuts. Right. Where where I be at? One. <laughs> hey yo. And you would be two, three, four, and five. <laughs> you're the toppiest of nuts. You're OB topping. <laughs> Can't believe I'm getting ridiculed And we just started episode 59 Man we had episode 59 You should be happier You should bring the energy man We went away from 60 That's crazy <laughs> It really is That's crazy We did 60 episodes 60 We about episodes. to do 60 episodes Yeah Every week coming in here And laughing it up Joking around People sending us money And what you did with it I mean, we got, you know, we got stuff in the works. You know what I mean, like, <laughs> we made some uh, cruise control socks. We got NFTs. So far, we got two socks. <laughs> we made some NFTs. <laughs> we should, yo, that that's actually kind of a good idea now that I think about it. What? NFTs are booming business, bro. So what is your suggestion? We should get into the NFT game. With the money that the controllers Yeah, like, like a cartoonized... Uh, Silhouette of my nuts. 
How come every time we say about something to give away, it's always got to be nut related? Don't say we. Because you're the top nut. Don't say we. You're not going to tell me off air. You be, All you do is talk about nuts. <laughs> like regular conversations, like with people at work and stuff. Just like not you walk in like- and you be like, yo, what's up? How your nuts are today? <laughs> I don't even ask you how the family doing, how your weekend was, how no. type of weather we're having. No. <laughs> you be like, how are your nuts today? I'd be like, hey, yo. <laughs> you a top corny is this us? But no, this is episode 59 of the Cruise Control. Um, like we do every episode, last episode, we talked about, or we debated our top five cheap foods or... or um, Guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure foods, exactly. Yes, sir. And um, Dave, I got a lot... And this might be a first. This might be a first. Mm-hmm. But I got a lot of ties from mm. people. A lot of people saying that both of our lists. Now, obviously, some people voted for you. Some people voted for me. Right. That's what a tie means. No, no, no. What I'm saying is that you know how people say, I vote for Dave, I vote for Dev, or I can't vote for anybody. It's a tie. Right. Most of the voters said they couldn't vote. It was a tie. Because all of those foods that we discussed from the Swiss rolls to the pizza to the cookies to the mm. donuts, mm. bacon... Nobody, nobody uh, sent you anything on your guilty pleasure list. What you mean? Like sent me any of the food? Yeah, like like a controller. Nah. Wow, that's crazy, right? Yeah. Remember when we did? Remember when we did our top five Halloween candies? We got mad candy, and we got we got a bucket of our favorite candy. I got a whole FedEx box full of candy. <laughs> Where's my Swiss rolls at? <laughs> I should have a fan walk up to me, throw a Swiss roll right in my mouth. That's your nuts. <laughs> see, see what I mean? Always talking about nuts. <laughs> this boy, hey yo. So we tied. We tied last week. I think that's the first time we had the most votes for a tie because people just. That's funny because seven of my coworkers voted for me this week. <laughs> people just couldn't decide who had the better list. So we wrapped it up to a tie this week, mm-hmm. and um, that's a first ever here on the cruise control. We got our first tie, 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 tie. I don't know how to say it. But shout out to everybody for voting and shout out to everybody for listening in. But Dave, come on now, man. I got to start the episode off correctly, man. Hit turn me up. So wait, if it's a tie, who who gets to do who gets to pick what happens with the top five today? Me. I won the week before. <laughs> like an open. This boy grandfathered himself in. <laughs> like an open receiver. <laughs> Yo, how you grandfather yourself in? No, I should reach over the table and slap you. Listen to me, Pop. We we we're gonna leave it at a tie. We'll get when we get to this week's top five. We'll we'll figure it out. You All loser, right. you haven't won one in like five weeks. That's not the, you a top five what? corny bull. <laughs> like you really nah. a corn bull. Nah. You a top five losers. I honestly last week I wasn't motivated. Why? Because I haven't been addressing my guilty pleasures. We was talking about I'm, I'm not guilty. We was talking about food. I've been having innocent pleasures. <laughs> Applesauce, unsweetened. <laughs> Look up in my fridge right now. It's all spinach. It's it's all spinach, kale. <laughs> Iceberg lettuce, uh, acti- Activia, yeah, Greek yogurts, Activia. <laughs> right, I'm you, telling you, bro, you like Garnier kind bars, Garnier fruit teas plus. No, that's that's for your hair, man. That's in the bathroom, dummy. Come on, man. Start. What you, what you, what you about to say? <laughs> so, Dave, we're gonna start this episode off the right way. Mm-hmm. I brought in the song. Because Dr. Dre dropped some new music. Okay. So Dr. Dre dropped new music for the for the game uh, Grand Theft Auto. He he basically dropped like a like a I guess you could say a soundtrack. Are you sick? Huh? 
Huh? You sound like nasally. I'm a little nasally. Yeah, the weather changed. It was like 60, then it went to 30. All right, hold on. Let me get a mask real quick. <laughs> I'm not sneezing on you or anything like that. It's just the weather change was crazy. We live in Philly. It was 60. The, on, that mask right it now? was 60 on Friday, then it went to 30 on Saturday. You blaming the weather, bro? What do you want me to blame? Omicron. <laughs> Come on, man. We shouldn't joke about that. No, no, no. Yeah. I'll take that back. I'll take Relax, that back. you nut. <laughs> so, no, you sound fine. <laughs> So go ahead, Grand Theft Auto. So <laughs> you ever notice that you say Grand Theft? It's definitely for all the listeners out there. We're talking about the game franchise Grand Theft Auto. Grand enunciate. Let's enunciate today. Grand say your words good. Theft Auto. <laughs> I don't think I can pronounce. You can't it. say theft. Theft. There you go. There you go. Grand Theft Auto. Um. They dropped a new expansion pack, and okay. and Dr. Dre was like the main headline of it. So he came out with which is games be doing that more and more. They they collabing with rappers and stuff like that, and right. they have people like executive produce exactly a soundtrack or the sound. So Dr. Us, Dre you know? produced this soundtrack, and he came out with a bunch of tracks. Some featuring Rick Ross, okay. Snoop Dogg, Busta Rhymes, Anderson Pack, right. And this one called Gospel featuring Eminem. And people were a little happy to hear about it because, first off, this is a Dr. Dre beat, which Dr. Dre, top five, you know. I'm waiting on his verses. Producer of all time. It's going to be a hard one if somebody got to. It might need to be a two on one. (laughs) Right. If somebody's going up against Dr. Dre, it's going to be difficult. But people always complimented how Eminem always showed up. For these Dr. Dre tracks He started his career with Dre Exactly So every time he gets on the track with Dre Forgot about Dre Eminem snapped on And every other track you heard with Dr. Dre Eminem always comes correct So following that trend This song Gospel dropped Mm -hmm. And I was I was thinking Eminem had a couple He had a couple bars in there He had a couple good lines in there I respected the flow There has been some criticism On the other side of the table For all of our Cruise Control listeners From Dave how Eminem should hang his cleats up. How Eminem should throw his cleats over the telephone wire like Michael Jordan and like Mike and just say, you know what, hang it up. I'm done with rapping. I Wait, did everything was that I what happened in like Mike? Yeah. Michael, did Michael Jordan himself actually throw his, his sneaks up yeah, on the wire? Yeah, and then the kid took it off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then he became like Mike. I, I need to rewatch that. You never seen that? Oh, you, oh yeah, just of course I've seen like, come on, dad. Dave, I'm just, you out here bugging. I, and listen, I never said... Well, what I specifically said, don't try to summarize my John and misquote me. Here you go. What I specifically said was Eminem has not done a good verse on any song in a long, long time. So, all right. So we just and heard, what we just heard a verse. You want my thoughts on it? This is a brand new verse that you heard from Eminem. How you feeling about it on a Dr. Dre beat? Oh, so you hype? No, that joint was trash. <laughs> I was a trash. That's my sounder for if something is trash. <laughs> oh, so the so the red button is gonna be if something is tough. So if if you hear a good song, and then if you hear a cocky song, <laughs> because I really shouldn't be hearing this. The same way I shouldn't have heard J Lo. <laughs> Sing that at an inauguration for a president. <laughs> and she was singing the uh, Star Spangled Banner or something like that, right? She was, I, don't, I forget what she, she, she was singing. Sing a, uh, um, she was singing like the Pledge of Allegiance or something like that. <laughs> no, my country tis a D. 
<laughs> you know, how you sing the Pledge of Allegiance? <laughs> Pledge Allegiance to the flag. Oh, if you would be here in my arms. Yo, you could have just left it at the like. No, I had to follow through. So you wasn't feeling this? Yeah. Can I can I play a couple more? Can I play play, uh, play it again? Damn, I don't need to, <laughs> I don't need to hear this, dude. This is audio cancer. Like, no, listen, p- play that drum. Go ahead. He, listen, you got the volume up. Yes. All right. I don't roll shit that was so sharp I could slip my own fucking throat with it. So rich, I got more chips than my shoulders, and I'm about as approachable as a roaches. Yes. So better steer clear from it. Here comes a nuclear bomb for your eardrums. Lyricism at its most fearsome and fierce. We're on another tier like a tear ducks up an echelon. Your career sucking. What? It was sheer luck, like what? like a fucking leprechaun with his beard cut. What happened? What? You didn't even you didn't even ask me to pause it. You just turned the volume all the way down. It was sheer luck, like a leprechaun with his beard cut. <laughs> yeah. Put the volume back up. <laughs> Drawn with a beer gut, he's slower than a Decepticon with his gear stuck. And I what? I serial kill in your Kellogg's. I love checks and I hate tricks, and you're a fake bitch. He said all the cereals. Dave, he said I serial kill in your Kellogg's. He said mad cereals. I hate tricks. I'm not even gonna lie, that sounder is a better is a better rap than Eminem's rap. Dave, what you mean? He serial kills your Kellogg's? I put my checks mixing your tricks? What did he say? Rewind that. Serial killing your Kellogg's. I love checks and I hate tricks. And you're a f- I love checks, but I hate tricks. Come on. Like money. I love but money. He hates tricks he like hate, like sluts. No. <laughs> no, like tricks. Like trickery. <laughs> <laughs> like sluts Why would he say I love checks But I hate sluts Tricks I thought tricks Was like uh, It could be But I think he's Referring to like Like he was people Like trickery Like Loki Yeah Like <laughs> He's Loki <laughs> Bitch, I can spot you like you about to weight lift. Yeah. Bitch, I'm better than cake mix, but I can't be whipped with egg beaters. Nah, you cunts must be out of your What? I'm better like cake mix? Yeah. He said I can spot you like weight lift because I'm better like cake mix. <laughs> I don't even know what to think about this, Dad. <laughs> but. N- what I was trying to say is He has some good lines in there Labius and God's my alias So if I don't have faith in me Then it basically makes me an atheist That was tough That was tough He said God is my alias So if I don't have faith in me That basically makes me an atheist <laughs> Dave No No That John No that was tough I give you the other Johns That was tough You're not gonna play my mans like that I'm gonna run that back for you real quick God's my alias, so if I don't have faith in me, then it basically makes me an atheist. That was tough. Nick Diaz got the world by the tracheas and the chokehold and a sleeper. Yeah, and me and Drake. Why did you? Why did you? Why did you? Somebody it? needs to start cleaning up these these ad libs and background vocals. Who went to sleep in the background? Why did he record a snore? Then it basically makes me an atheist. Nick Diaz got the world by the tracheas and the chokehold and a sleeper. Yeah. <laughs> They recorded like me that? with my CPAP machine on. It's like, <laughs> who's, 
Yo, that's because here's the thing. Like people, people listening, y'all gotta understand it, and you gotta understand how this goes in the actual recording studio. What they do is they'll record their verse, and then these rappers listen back and they do like a a underlay track where they put ad libs and stuff behind it. Yeah, to add little noises or accentuate whatever they're saying in the verse. So he listened back to himself rapping, and then was like, "Here, I could fit a." <laughs> This would be a great spot. I can fit up. <laughs> and then they usually do a couple takes. So it's not like he did one take and that was the perfect. <laughs> he did several. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? All right, let's keep going. <laughs> Go ahead. Dog hair with both and our lab coats like retrievers. But like a Doberman, I'm a whole different breeder. What animal mutt mixed with an overachiever? Oh, you're the king of rap. You're about to be overthrown like a pass over the head of an open receiver. This shit could end up coming to blows like a wiener. But I ain't finished with putting these hoes through the ringer. Not like clothes in between the two rollers. A weight, no. What I mean is flows in a woven. I treat them like thread. Why it's how I wind up sewing machine up. So fucks it. That's tough. <laughs> Don't give them either time to ride or die Cause you're either both or you need to throw a middle finger up If you're rolling but me I'm gonna Ride to lock that Hey yo Jerry Just out of here dad Come on dad what, what do you, you want to know? Yeah. <laughs> Is that next sound? What do you need from me dad? What do you want from me? What do you want from me, Dev? I can't, I can't do it no more. Right <laughs> Listen. So what's wrong? What is it about Eminem that's making you say this stuff? Like, it's just like, um, <sighs> because let's get this straight. That's that's we expect this. We expect more from him because we consider him one of the best, right? One of the best to ever do it. His catalog is too big to not be considered that. So is it because you're 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 pedestal for Eminem is up here no that you're saying like this is trash because this is better I mean it might be it might be a little bit it might be a little bit but okay I had to stop and think about why the first thing for me is the re like nobody wants to hear this and what I mean by this is it's like he's he's rapping for the sake of the the like gymnastics of rap like to show that he has rapping ability (laughs) It's like lyricism for the sake of writing down lyrics. So I don't think it has any purpose behind it. Like, I really, my ears do not want to hear two and a half minutes of just metaphors that are like triple entendres. I don't, I don't need it. I don't need sheer luck like a leprechaun's beard cut or whatever. I don't mean, I don't need, I'm a serial killer. Your Kellogg, check my mix. I don't need none of that. He <laughs> just start rapping and he's serious. <laughs> I smoke weedies. <laughs> Yo, he really rapping and he's serious. I do hate when people do that. I'm a British serial killer, so honey nut cheerio. <laughs> that, yeah, all right, we're going to go on to that next. That was so corny. <laughs> I'm a British serial killer, so honey nut Cheerios. <laughs> That's so <laughs> Yo, you be the nuttiest boy. I'm eating cereal with count with Joe Rogan, so count chocula. What? 
That was okay. That was really. That was really bad. <laughs> you like the boy got really happy. Just kept going with jokes. Like not all of them is gonna be home run. You a nut. But you get my point. I get your point. You catch I, my drift. I get your. Point. I don't need all these metaphors. Um, also, it's just like from a performance standpoint, he's he's really not. It's not even. It don't even feel fun. Like it's fun for him. Like. Honestly, a part of why people liked Eminem when he first came out was because of the energy and aggression that he had in his lyrics. Now he's just like talking real fast and kind of cor- like nerdy. Like, so you say he need to get his hunger back? I don't even know why. And I he didn't say blink up blink blink. I don't even know blink that up blink. Like he he's just I don't it don't even sound like he's having fun. Isn't it weird? Like. <laughs> on, seriously, like on a, on a related side note, isn't it weird how you can notice when your favorite artists ain't performing? Like they just lost the it thing, whatever that yeah. it thing was. Mm-hmm. Like I was talking with Pop about this the other day. Um, Louis C.K. He came out with that most recent comedy special that's like on Spotify or whatever. I forget the name of it. Yeah, sincerely. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and it sounds like the old him. And I remember that when he started going, like when he got really famous, and we always talked about. He did a special and he had on like a suit and it was like, yeah, it was like you could tell. We went to that special. He lost the bite in his humor. Hey, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, we saw that special in real in real life. Uh, Okay, who cares? What I'm saying is it's weird when you're your favorite artist, whether it's music or comedy, movies, whatever, when they lose like that thing that made them special. And he had jokes in that thing, just like Eminem has lyrics. Yeah. But they just don't hit the same. Yeah. And it's like they lose some sort of spice to it. And it's just, it's it's amazing how sometimes you even can't put your finger on it per se, but you know that they lost it. Right. You know what I mean? And it's really hard for any artist to keep that up. But that's why I do think when you're a hip hop legend, especially in, in, in rap and stuff, you could just chill. Like, you can just chill. When you're called on, you're called on. And like, then you bring your A game. Right. But he he also keeps that's the other thing. I forgot one more thing. He's trying to do too much, like too many things he's on or a part of or a feature on. Go be dormant somewhere like Andre three thousand and come out every once in a while. Yeah, every once in a while. (laughs) Andre three thousand come out every once in a while and fry. Like he don't just do good. Yeah, like you don't see Snoop on a track every other day. Like Snoop is just I wouldn't compare Snoop to Eminem though. But he's a legend. I'm, I'm saying, like, as far as legendary status goes, like, yeah, he, he barely comes out on anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he was he was on one of these tracks too from this John Snoop. Oh, for real? Yeah, he was in he was in one of these Dr. Dre. And tracks. and I'm not trying to compare Snoop to Eminem, but I'm just saying, like, in general, he needs to just cool it out. I get what you're he, saying. He can go somewhere. I get what you're saying. I can understand that. I still think he's a good rapper. I, I agree with you 100 percent that he needs to be like Andre, where it's like <clears throat> you chill for a little bit, then come out with a tough verse, and you know, make people. Make people want your music more. You know, it's going to be a while when you hear, like, Kendrick got that right now. Like, people are itching for, like, a Kendrick album or a track. Mm -hmm. And when he comes out with one, you know, you know people are going to be locked in and tuned into it because you know he's going to be coming with some fire. So, right. That's Eminem right there. New song by him, Gospel, with him and Dr. Dre. If you guys wanted to know the name, you could check out the project on on, uh, GTA 5. And, uh, yeah, just see how you like it. But um, going into our next topic, Dave, and... Uh, I, I guess with this next topic, it's, 
it's going to be a little bit uh, not different, but, you know, sometimes me and you do have one of these topics or one of these situations that we bring up that might be a little bit more on the serious side that we have to look at things objectively. We might make jokes here or there, but we do want to take a big, bigger look at this picture. So have you been keeping up with um, the Joe Rogan stuff that's been going on in the news and all the stuff that he's been going through? Yeah, that's why I did my lyric with Joe Rogan in it. Oh, that's why you did it? Yeah, eating cereal with Joe Rogan. So I want some Count Chocula. Chocolate. Oh. Black folk. Because he said the N-word. Okay, that wasn't good. But, um... So, Dave, Joe Rogan is catching a lot of uh, backfire that started off because of his his uh, his um, ideas or his his uh, his thoughts about covid. So right. this is this is what he had to say on his podcast. I'm just going to play the clip to kind of give people a sense of where it all started. And this is where the whole backlash started was his response to how he feels about vaccines and covid. If you're like 21 years old and you say to me, should I get vaccinated? I, I go, no. If you're a healthy person and you're exercising all the time and you're young and you're eating well, and like, I don't think you need to worry about this. So that you get in the line, it might be just you two in the line. So off, off rip, not even going into the story anymore. How do you take that clip? Just what's your initial reaction to that, to that <clears throat> clip? This is the clip right here. That started the train of people looking into what Joe Rogan was saying and people getting upset with Joe Rogan. Uh, Did you see anything wrong with it? Uh, yeah. What was the what, what did what did you what did you stupidity? In the sense of him, um, I guess he was like he's just he's just he's Joe Rogan like <laughs> he hosted Fear Factor. <laughs> he be calling knockouts on UFC like. He's not a sign. He's not somebody I trust. <laughs> Boy, don't got no science. Like, I don't even see him with a lab coat on when he said that. What? What I'm listening to Joe Rogan for? For comedy? Yeah, he, he's he's. I mean, this the stuff with the COVID stuff and him <laughs> taking like horse tranquilizers or whatever to heal himself is nutty. So people were upset because they were saying basically that Joe mm-hmm. Rogan. What was the thing? Horse dewormer or something? Something like that. Yeah. Right. It was something crazy that he said he drink with like bleachers. He, I don't know. But uh, people were upset because his that take on COVID. Basically, if you're young and healthy, you're going to the gym, you're keeping yourself in shape. You don't need the vaccine. Mm-hmm. You should not get it because your body will be equipped to handle whatever comes your way. Okay. People got upset with him. He came out. He made an apology video. And let me see if I can, because we were reading this off of, let me see if I can get some of the apology video going. Let's see. Uh, If there's anything that I've done that I could do better is uh, have more experts with differing opinions right after I have the controversial ones. The 50. so that was his that was his apology for the COVID his stuff. controversial takes on COVID. Yes. So he was basically saying that he should have like David said in the beginning, he should have doctors and scientists come on the show right. and talk about the actual science behind it mm-hmm. rather than saying mm-hmm. if you're young and healthy. <clears throat> right. <clears throat> Which is oh he only did because trying to save face. He was catching flat. How heavy. And we need to we we, we should touch on that, but go ahead. Yeah, continue, so continue laying out the story. So okay, so boom, this hits, he comes out with this apology video. Boom. 
Um, and then The Rock. This is where people started getting iffy with the situation and started looking into it more. The Rock or Dwayne The Rock Johnson, however people know him as, responded to this video right here. Said great stuff here, brother. Perfectly articulated. Look forward to coming on one day and breaking out the tequila with you. Talking about The Rock's special tequila or his own name brand tequila. So people are like, you see right here, Davey's getting, there's all these celebrities endorsing him. So people are like, how could you be endorsing this man when he has said stuff like this? Now, we're not going to play the clip. Me and Dave discussed this in the beginning. We didn't want to play the clip. But Joe Rogan, basically, somebody did a compilation video of him saying the N-word. Well, he came, yeah, he came under the microscope. So yes. people started looking, digging back into the crates, uh -huh. looking at his old episodes. Exactly. And exactly. As it turns out, Joe Rogan has uh, frequently used the N word on his show it's numerous times. Like right, that you it's too many times. So this is a news clip of the of uh, them discussing what happened. Passed on his popular podcast. There's nothing I can do to take that back. I wish I could. Obviously, that's not possible. I do hope that if anything that this can be a teachable moment. A compilation of Rogan using the slur over 20 times in different episodes of the Joe Rogan Experience was released this week. Rogan says the clips were taken out of context from a 12-year span that he no longer uses the word and that he's not racist, but also admitted if you have to say you're not racist, you're in a bad place. Today, Spotify, which exclusively hosts Rogan's podcast, quietly removed 70 episodes. The company has yet to comment on the reported removals. Hello, I'm Mark Brown. Get more great A- so <laughs> you couldn't cut it right before Mark Brown. I didn't know Mark Brown was going to come up. They Yo, I hate the sidebar. I hate that on the news when they just go right to the next story. Yeah, that's true. It'd be like a groundbreaking story. <laughs> Joe Rogan is in hot water with Spotify. I'm Mark Brown. <laughs> Does your dog have fleas and you need to get him off of him? Up next. <laughs> There's a new flavor at Baskin and Robbins. See what has all the people going. Um, so, yeah, he's not racist. So I'm just going to take him for his word. <laughs> you get me? Because anybody who says something racist and then say they're not racist, basically he's not. So I, I heard that um, <laughs> it's not even done yet. Like, they're still going through and scrubbing episodes. <laughs> so 70 is just like... The tip of the iceberg. The most recent number. But there's there's been more removals and edits of his exactly. old episodes. So his... I mean, we, we do got to break it down a little bit just to be fair. For the listeners, his um his whole thing about it being out of context was him saying that in the past he's used it to speak to when the word might have been used or to speak to it as like a comedic device, not him using it in any way that he was personalizing it. Like basically in his apology video, he said an example is one episode we were talking about how Red Fox said the N word on television um, on like national television, yeah, network TV, but and so he was saying how you know crazy and groundbreaking that was that Red Fox would say the N word on TV, but he wasn't. He's basically saying I'm not. I wasn't using it. I was saying that Red Fox used it, and instead of saying the N word, he would say the actual word. Yeah, he and he he feels like basically as a comedian, that's what he's doing. Is he's speaking kind of plainly to the facts of something that is and you know i'm sure he's used it maybe to talk to other comedians black comedians like he's a good he's good friends with dave Chappelle. um so that that's 
probably just where his head is with that, that he feels like um, if you take it in context, he wasn't using it on his own. He was referring to the word. And instead of saying the N word, he just says the actual word. And I, I, I heard, I, I read that too. And I heard him say that, but then people started pulling up stuff of him saying it. That doesn't even like, it has nothing to do with that statement right there. I think he was just nitpicking at certain stuff because did you hear the one that he talked about on his episode that he was like in an Uber or he was like in a taxi or something. And he said, like the guy said, Oh, we're going into like a, you know, a good neighborhood, you know, with a, you know, with um, uh, um, a bunch of good people. And Joe Rogan has said like, oh, when I got to this place and I walked into the room, it looked like the Planet of the Apes in there. Like I said, I wanted to see the Planet of the Apes. Little did I know I was in the Planet of the Apes with all these people around me, these N-words around me. Like, do you, re- I, th- I, don't, I don't, I just don't understand. <laughs> like, like, cause I'm reading that off an article. Like, I don't get how- You took it out of context there. Like- He was talking about film. Planet of the Apes, <laughs> right? And when he got into a room of, uh, full of African American people, it was a film. <laughs> I don't know. How am I taking it out of context? <laughs> but nah, the, he, yeah, I, I didn't want to play the clip of him, the compilation, because I don't think we should be playing much. that on our show. But yeah, it's just too much. Um, yo, this, this. I mean, what, what, what angle do we want to take here? Firstly, should we talk about this whole like why it's coming up in the first place? Yeah, let's start there. So the reality is Spotify has been feeling the pressure because um, what's his name? Neil Young. Neil Young. Yep. He moved. He removed his catalog because he owns his own masters of his songs. He removed his catalog from Spotify's playlists and stuff because Joe Rogan was on there doing all these, you know, making all these controversial takes on COVID and other things and misinforming. Then Neil Young has a lot of uh, people who supported him. So other big name artists mm-hmm. started taking their music off, yep. which for Spotify, that could mean really bad business if people who are big fans of these people do it in solidarity or, you know, uh, unsubscribe. Did you hear that um, Spotify, like people started going to cancel in mass their subscriptions and Spotify said that their cancel subscription, like, algorithm or whatever it like their system to process them crashed because of so many people yeah going to cancel yeah but (laughs) that's illegal like you have to keep you have to maintain an ability for people to cancel um their subscription because think about it if devin went on something and and he was controversial and people wanted to leave it you can't just turn off your ability to unsubscribe and like make me keep it yeah you have to allow me an out of this subscription-based service so for them saying that it went down, quote unquote, that could have been them like, yo, turn the, <laughs> turn the cancel subscription button off. Shut it down. Somebody kicked the uh, power plug out of the cancel subscription machine. <laughs> Oops. Whoopsies. Let me go ahead and pick it up. And then they, they move in slow motion down to pick up the uh, wire. So that was that, you know, you, you can't ever prove it because as long as you keep it down for only a couple of hours max, it's fine, but I, I think they felt like at the time when the tide was at its highest of people trying to cancel, that's when they conveniently shut down the cancel subscription thing and said, oh, we're having technical difficulties exactly. trying to figure out a bug, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And as long as you get it back up within a couple hours, they say it's like a system error. 
Now, if they had it down for like two days, that would be illegal and they would have to like be investigated by the FTC and pay fines and all that. So that happened. Spotify stock went down like crazily. Heavy, heavy, heavy. heavy. Um, they lost mad uh, points on the on the stock market and their their stock was plummeting. Um, so they were feeling that money crunch and then no wonder Joe Rogan came out talking about, yeah, you know, I shouldn't have been said that. And I need <laughs> right. to get doctors and scientists and like I need to get <laughs> other point of views. They basically made him get up there and apologize. But I think this whole thing about the N-word stuff is just people, you know, digging it. Hey, listen, when you when you in the in the crosshairs, it's a wrap. People are gonna dig up Have your you. your dirt. Yeah. And that's all that is that's all this is. What's your what's your take on this though? On which the COVID nineteen stuff no, or this this, this stuff, the, the N word thing. Oh, like basically they're trying to cancel Rogan. Yeah. So where's your head at with that? I, I've I've always looked at Joe Rogan like because I see people who like like actually worship this dude. Like I'll have conversations with people be like, well, Joe Rogan makes a great point where I'm young and I'm healthy and you know, I, I work out, so like COVID nineteen can affect like there's people who are actually like like follow this and it's crazy. It, it it's come to the point where you work with people every day and you live next to people every day who will take Joe Rogan, who is a comedian, who is a podcaster, who is a, a TV analysis or, you know, does does MMA commentary. They'll take his word over somebody who has put 10 to 12 years studying. Day after day studying. Where's a lab coat? Where's a lab coat? Got beakers and goggles. You know, the the the, the prefix. Of I'm never listening. If I have a person with a lab coat and I have Joe Rogan, I'm always listening to the person with a lab coat. Somebody posted this picture, and I and I and I at first I laughed at it because I didn't <laughs> I didn't quite get the picture. Me too. But it was a picture of Joe Rogan with his shirt off, and he had like abs, and he was like built up. Right. And then it was a picture of like this health lady, like this scientist lady, and she was like a bigger lady, and it was like you decide to take health and, and and safety protocols from from this lady on the right and not from this guy on the left and people were like retweeting it reposting it like what it just doesn't make any sense to me man that people really have that idea like yo just because you work out and just because you're in shape you know more than a person I don't, i'm not i'm not stuff. unfollowing are you saying you're on the side of the what the picture was saying what was that your neck that made that noise <laughs> What was that noise? See, you was all laughing at me earlier, but now it was a throat burp. Now you're fat and is making noises. It was a throat burp. They should have put a picture of me next to Joe Rogan. You want to take advice from him? (laughs) What they was trying to say, like, like he's this fat scientist don't know nothing about health because he's this. But Joe Rogan does. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's crazy to me that people really think like that. It's crazy. I've always stood on the side of you, you, the people who have. We just, stu- we're too much. Like we're, the we, people we, who have studied this, you listen to them. Yeah, people. It's like it's, it's, it's Dev. It's not about expertise. It's not. What it is is about people finding convenient and visible examples to support where they stand. So if people rock with Joe Rogan, it's not because Joe Rogan is some expert. Mm-hmm. It's because of the perception of what his message means. It means I'm a free thinker. I don't go with the machine. <laughs> the government is trying to put a chip inside me. 
The machine, mean machines. The machines. <laughs> That's all it is. It's just Joe, like Joe Rogan is a flag post you can put in the ground to say, this is the type of person I am. So yeah, I'm gonna support Joe Rogan because he's saying stuff that I would agree with. But it's not because Joe Rogan in and of himself is like this expert dude. It's like he's saying the things that I want to be and espouse in the world. So I'm going to support and rock with him. Right. But it's all nutty. It's like (laughs) it is. It's like, you know, and that's why for a lot of this stuff, people are just coming out the woodwork. Like people who never listened to an episode of Joe Rogan in their life. There's people who just support it just because they hate cancel culture in and of itself. In general, yeah. So because he's getting he's getting uh, backlash for saying the N-word, people are coming out of the woodwork now like, oh, we got to stand with Joe Rogan. We got to make sure he's... <laughs> he didn't do anything wrong. This and just, cancel culture is bullcrap. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it's, it's, it's really crazy. And if somebody listening here bangs with Joe Rogan like that, you like his show, and you feel some of those same ways, hey, maybe we got a couple listeners who... Don't want to get vaccinated is anti-vax. Yeah, that's fine. I feel um, like I, 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 and I've always stood by that. Too. It is what it is, but you got to realize, like, what's what's that? What's happening here is there's people there's people who believe a certain thing, and so they're going to support the views that kind of uphold and illuminate what they feel. And then there's others who are on the other side of the fence, and they're going to support things. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, like, what do we gain from supporting these celebs anyway? Like, I really don't support yourself. I really don't care about Joe Rogan or <laughs> or not. I don't care about Fauci neither. Fauci wants to all get vaccinated. I don't care about him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I if I kind of put the shoe on the other foot, I don't care what Fauci yeah, no, says, I and I don't I don't be like, yo, Fauci, like, how you ever gonna disrespect Fauci like that? Rumble like, me over Fauci. Yeah. <laughs> yo, if I ever tell somebody rumble me over Fauci. <laughs> Like, yo, don't disrespect Fauci like that, bro. See me. He saved our life. See me outside for Fauci. People are just, man, it's like we, we live in this in a country where people just want to say they got the, the smartest idea or they got the inside track. Like, I was thinking about this earlier. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's random that we're talking about this because I was actually thinking about this exact thing that I'm about to say. I was in the shower, right? Ew. And I... <laughs> I can't take a shower, Dad. No, but you just put that picture in everybody's head who's listening. I was in the shower, y'all. <laughs> Chest out. Nipples blaring. Suds all over my body. I feel like you wear swimming trunks in the shower. Nah. <laughs> nah. Listen, I'm about to make an OnlyFans of just me taking a shower. That John about to make stacks. And you about to get fired from that your new job. That John gonna make stacks. But listen... <laughs> Um, I was thinking about how like it, Let's say the government Did want to uh, Put chips in everybody Or like do some mass genocide thing Via the The uh, vaccine mm-hmm. And let's say these people Who are like Oh man I'm not anti-vax they try, The man trying to stick it to us <laughs> Let's say you didn't take the vax And I die And you alive What do you, what do you win? Like what do you win? 20 more minutes of being a broke bum. Like you not you, still you don't get this Wawa. big advantage. <laughs> oh yeah, like after I die because of my vaccine that I took and you are alive and you're like, "I knew it. I knew the vaccine." <laughs> you just still going to be broke <laughs> working at Coles or something. <laughs> and just here like alive about to be killed the different way. The other way that they didn't get do the vaccine, they got a, a backup John that they're going to kill you with. <laughs> All right, now that we killed these 20 million with the vaccine, let's go get these last 5 million. Let's uh, 
take the National Guard through the street and just shoot them in the head. <laughs> I actually, I'd probably rather die by vaccine than getting shot in the head. I would agree. Or getting run up in the crib and somebody stab me or something like that. Yeah, I, I or never. Somebody drop a, a atomic bomb on my on my neighborhood. I've talked about this before. I, I just don't get what what's the big win you got because you didn't take the vax. Also. That's a, never gonna happen It's something else to talk about man I, I know We could go on and on for days yeah. But like And that was the other thing I thought I'm like In the bathroom I, All this happened in the shower All this in the shower dude <laughs> I was like yo was the shower? There's no way There's no way The government is trying to Take us out with a vax Actually there's no way In general The government is trying to Take us out They need us We are the Like You think there's a How you think they make money It's off us Yeah if they kill us or eradicate us, they basically messing up their own pockets and their own power structure. The whole power structure in this country is based on people like me and you buying stuff, mm-hmm. buying Jordans, buying subscriptions, buying OnlyFans, <laughs> buying Swiss rolls. Mm, I like that one. Going to the movies, going on dates, spending money in restaurants, buying. Buying <laughs> Joe Buying <laughs> But no, I, I agree with you I, My whole And I've been Said my take on this People You're not that imp- You're not that important Please Just sit back Relax If you don't want to get the vaccine That's totally fine Do not get it If you want to get it That's fine as well Go get it But you will not Sit me catch You will not catch me Sitting here Arguing with some bull who work at a Kroger's or who work at like a a Sunoco or something about why the vaccine gonna put a chip in me and why he's smarter than me and stuff like that. Like, all right then, you smart then. <laughs> like, just take this whatever it gets you to get through your day because you don't want to you don't want to realize what's actually happening in your life. You want to focus on other things that are around you so you can stop focusing on what's right in front of you. That's all by all means. Go do it. You don't want to focus on how you got to live somewhere that you don't want to live because you got a, a dead end job and you can't grow with it. Instead, you want to talk to me and, and, and my brother about why we shouldn't get the vaccines and why. Uh, now, I got to I got to I do got to be clear, though. I'm not I don't knock nobody for having like a job. That's not a, a glamorous job. Of course. You no, know what I mean, I agree with that. So it, that's not what I was what I'm getting at. Right. And I know you're you're not getting that. But yeah, like what we, we're on the same playing field. So I don't know. If you feel like you got this super smart insight about the world that I don't, I'm telling you, you don't. Yeah. No, I agree with you. The 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 one final thing before we move on that I wanted to say uh, point out is, um, of course, when these things happen, too, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it deals with a comedian specifically, you got all the comedians want to step, in, step up now and talk about how comedy is being attacked. I think that's pretty hilarious, too. stupid. Like saying, oh, comedy is free speech and we're supposed to have the right to like speak on the stuff that nobody wants to talk about and take it to those places. Some Somebody tweeted out, I think I um, sent you this earlier. I don't know if you saw it, Dev. Pat and Oswald or somebody. Somebody, uh, <laughs> no, this person, Mike Drucker on Twitter said, comedians will tweet stuff like, the role of a comedian is to bring light into the darkness of all the light, uh, of all the terrors, tragedies, and fears we all share. And then you see them on stage and they're like, married butt smells different than single butt. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> Harry butt smells different than single butt. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> then we, comedians do be like on some high horse and then 
when you see them on stage, they just be saying the nuttiest yeah. jokes. You ever been to a barbecue? <laughs> Uh, all right, what else we got? Dad? So, so Dave, we uh, let's let's get off that topic. Let's uh, let's let's lighten the mood a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about. Let's go into a little bit about me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like I got many titles. Let's go through them, Dave. Oh yeah, let's do the Dev check in. Let's let let's let's go through them, Dave. I got many titles. Go ahead. What people know me as? I'm the I'm the bull. Dev. Uh huh. Devin. Uh huh. Um, Fooey. Okay, not that many people need to know my nickname, but that's your your ex your gamer tag too. Yeah, my Xbox gamer tag. Yo, what is it? Fooey what? Give it out. Somebody out there might be want to want to add you on Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, Fooey P H O O E Y with seven Y's. There you go. Fooey, <laughs> Fooey. Uh, what else they know you as? Uh, um, butt muncher, landscaper, extraordinaire. Right. Uh, pharmacy technician. Right. Dumbbell specialist. Right. Uh, stink breath boy. <laughs> stink breath boy, I guess. Right. And then I got one more to throw in there for you right now. They call me Cupid. You feel me? They call me Cupid out here in these streets. Why is that? Because I'm I I am I'm 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 pulling back the love arrow uh-huh. and I'm striking people in the butts. And they coming together, love at first sight. I'm bringing, I'm bringing people together, dude. I'm a matchmaker out here, Dave. Who you, who you, who you matchmake? You, you want the backstory? Yeah. Two weeks ago, the wedding that I went to, right? Mm-hmm. We already said shout out to Bobby and Monica. Congratulations, guys, on your wedding. It was a fun time. It was a great time. After the wedding, mm-hmm. uh, I stood over. My, my buddy's house mm-hmm. And he had one of his Fraternity brothers Stay over the house as well His buddy His but Yeah his fraternity brother So it was just A buddy sleepover Yeah it was a couple of us That stood at the house right So The next morning We woke up Drinking coffee We were just talking We're and buddies I, I was <laughs> Go ahead I'm listening All buddy work <laughs> So uh Hey I, buddy Pass me that coffee I was talking <laughs> It's not like there were Rows of coffees Already made for us And, it was- and all the cups Said buddy on them <laughs> So I just hate when you use that term. Buddy? I went to my buddy's house. What you want me to say, my boy? <laughs> I went to ball house. I went to this ball house. Yo, come on, you from Philly, so, my buddy? So listen, I went to my buddy's house. So um, we're sitting in the morning, we're drinking coffee, we're talking. Right. The the topic of like relationships come up because me and this guy are are both single. So we're buddy. We're, yeah, me, me and this buddy are both single. Can I get through the story? I'm listening. So stop saying buddy. This is buddy. a sign of active listening. I'm showing you that I'm comprehending. So we're talking about the single life. Mm-hmm. So he starts to tell me how, like, he went on this date. Right. And the guy um, that he went on this date with, like, he felt like he felt like um, they had a connection together. Okay. So he said that him and the dude, like, he had a great time with the guy. He felt like they were really going to be something. And then the guy ghosted him. And right. like left him out to dry. So then I told him like the stories I tell on here on the cruise control. How the John said my parents was racist. How the other John said she don't eat lunch. Right. I started telling him about that stuff. So as we're talking, I start to realize like I know somebody. Like I have a coworker who is also single and is also looking. Like somebody that works at my job. So mm-hmm. fast forward Friday, I'm talking to this set coworker and I'm like, yo, I got. This buddy for you. I got somebody for you. It's my right. buddy. <laughs> I'm going to use it now. I'm going to keep using it. That's I'm gonna what I'm saying. The, I'm going to embrace That's the, what it was, your buddy. I'm going to embrace the buddy role. 
So I said, I said, yo, I got somebody for you. Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, oh, okay, let me see. Like, let me see what you're talking about. So I, I pull up my buddy's Instagram. I'm scrolling through his pictures. And the guy's like, oh, shoot. Oh, he cute. Like, and I'm like, okay, so what do you, do you want me to, he was like, follow me on Instagram, send him my Instagram page so we can start DMing and stuff. I'm like, bet. So I messaged my buddy. <laughs> I sent him the guy's Instagram page. He's like, oh, snap, Dev, this guy's, a, you know, this guy's good looking. Bada boom, bada bam. They DMing each other. Mm -hmm. They messaging each other back and forth. And I, I that was on Friday. So obviously the weekend has passed. I got to check in with, you know, with the, my coworker on Monday or, or Tuesday, whenever they, whenever he works. But I'm out here, I'm out here playing matchmaker, Dave. I'm out here throwing your out, buddy. throwing out oops for people, man. Mm -hmm. I'm out here, I'm out here. You, you ain't know I was, you didn't know I could do that. You didn't know I was Cupid. Now here's my question to you: Why can't I do that for myself? <laughs> Can Cupid shoot himself with his own arrow? That's the existential question. Because it was funny, right? Because, um. The other, uh, the other coworkers that were there, mm -hmm. they kind of gathered around and were talking. And it was a bunch of it was so it was a bunch of female coworkers. It was the uh, the my one guy coworker, and then it was me. So the what's that noise? Everybody put your hands together. <laughs> what's this noise? <laughs> Go ahead, keep it. I'm listening. <laughs> Is this my background music? Every time I hook somebody up. Mm, it's easy in your. I'm listening. No, go ahead. The so you got your buddy hooked up. Basically, right. So all the all the uh, girls are around and they're looking at his picture. They're like, "Oh, he is cute. Like you should definitely go for it, whatever, whatever." And then they're like, "Oh, Dev, you're single too, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I was like, "I'm definitely looking for somebody." And they were like, "Oh, we got you." <laughs> that was it. They was like, "You scratch." The guy was like, "Dev, you scratch my back, I scratch yours." He was like, "I got a lot of girlfriends." That are you know that are looking too so he was like i got you man I, mm. you hooked me up so like is it my like and he's gay yes I, right so I, I just, he's, he knows a lot of john exactly this exactly. might this this could be it this could this could be something bro <laughs> <laughs> Dad, this might work for you, dude. So, so I, you playing Cupid might have dividends, and maybe I gotta say this to the listeners because we all been on this journey with Dev, this journey of of a lack of love, <laughs> this, this journey of Dang. just cheekless. <laughs> Cheek, cheekless nights, cheekless, 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 <laughs> chewing on cheekless. Um, we've been on this journey with Dev, and maybe it's because you didn't realize that the only way to help yourself is to help someone else, bro. Oh, snap, bro. When you help, when you put goodness out in the world, uh -huh. you brought two buddies together. And and like he said, you scratch his back, he's gonna scratch yours. 
Now he said he knows a lot of women who are single, looking, looking for a mediocre looking fella like yourself. I'm not mediocre. I'm more. I'm like a seven. No, Dev. <laughs> What's your serious rating for yourself? It's probably like a seven point five. Are you? S- <laughs> yeah. What you think? I'm less. Yeah. <laughs> you think I'm less? Domestic violence. Dev. All right. Are we being serious? Yeah. We're gonna really quickly rate ourselves. Yeah. All right. If I'm if I'm serious, rating yourself first. You want me to rate myself first? Yeah. Well, no. Let me just stay on okay, you for a second. Okay. Okay. Pause. I would say you're like a, a three. Oh my god. <laughs> a three. Yeah. Like look wise or like personality. Yeah. Look wise because all right. Let me let me let me just say real quick why. First of all, your glasses are always foggy. <laughs> I don't think you clean them a lot. They always got like a film over I just, them. I bought a new pair of glasses, so that'll be changed. All right, bet. So, so when I get my new glasses, then it's like a 3.5. <laughs> so I'm going to keep telling you the ways you can get more up. All right, secondly, uh-huh. um, did you brush your teeth today? Yeah, twice. Okay. Because I always have to wonder that. So what did that It's do? just like your mouth looks like <laughs> Come on man. Crusty to me Why are you looking at my mouth? All due respect Why are you examining my mouth? I'm your buddy Hey yo Why are you examining my mouth for dude? I'm just Because that's what I do <laughs> I look at people's mouth I never <laughs> 59 episodes I never looked at your eyes once You're only looking at my mouth? Yes Yo I'm, I'm a looker I'm a mouth looker when I talk <laughs> You know what I'm talking about There's like Two different types of people in the world yeah. People that look you in the eye People that look at you in the mouth I, then there's like two two people that look at you on your forehead or on your hair. That's pretty weird. Yeah, I've noticed people who do that too. But no, in all seriousness, you say you're a seven. I actually don't have a rating for you because I I don't care. <laughs> so why did you? All right, my rating for myself, I would say, out of what? What's the scale? Ten. We always one to ten. Yeah. I would say nine point five. That's crazy. That's not even close. And I would say the point five is because I'm a little overweight. <laughs> Mm, it's easy, y'all. What is a little like? What do you consider a little? Like a smidge. <laughs> so I'm just gonna be like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> hey, you are not a smidge. Yeah, that's. But if I just, you are if, a metric. If son. I, if I like, <laughs> if I did 20 minutes on the stairmaster, I'm back to a 10. <laughs> but no, Dave, I, I bring this story up to you, right? What now. were we talking about? No, no, no. I, I um, oh, you. The, Matchmaker. I'm Keep playing it. Cupid over here. Dev. So what is it? So so what is it? What does it say about me? I guess I'm curious because I wasn't like nervous or scared like to hook them up. You looked out for your people. I looked out for my people. You had your but you you had your buddy. He was looking for love. You had your coworker. He was looking for love, and you said, "Yo, let me step back. Let me stop being bitter about being cheekless for this long, <laughs> and let me connect to other people." Now they DMing back and forth, boom, boom, boom. The vibes is good. They like, yo, you looked out. We're going to look out for you. The universe works like that, Dev. It's called karma, yin and yang. You ever heard of yin yang twins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So that's what's going to come for me? Exactly. <laughs> Man, I what don't know. What are your feelings on it? How I, you feeling? I do I do feel, I, it, was, it, was, it was cool kind of going through the process, you know, like even if it don't work out right, Dave, I feel like it's just a good uplifting thing to hear somebody else that you find attractive call you attractive. You know what I mean? Because when I showed them both each other's pictures, they both agreed that the other person was attractive. So I do think that it feels good to be like, yo, that handsome 
person or that good looking person that I thought was really attractive just said I'm really attractive. So I'm pretty sure those compliments that they gave each other brought you know brought each other's day up. So mm-hmm. just in general, I'm happy for that, even if it don't work out. Like even if they they figure it out. And yeah, it right. Out I mean, the, that's the whole thing about playing matchmaker is you don't. It's never guaranteed that it works out. Yeah, exactly. So but you, it's all for you. It's about the effort. It's the thought that counts. It's the effort that counts. Exactly. And you could potentially be hooking two people up to have a, a long lasting power. That is true. That is true. So I hope the best for them. I don't know what this says about myself. Does it say like I'm, I maybe I get a little nervous when is for me? It might. Or but when it comes for others, I'm, I like to help people out. Yeah, so because like, sometimes when you remove yourself from it, you see in other people their best qualities. You see connectivity. You see like oh, there's a compatibility between person A and person B, mm-hmm. and you can identify that in people. But then in yourself, maybe you don't see that. Maybe you don't see a compatibility with a person standing right in front of you who could be eligible. Or maybe you remove. So this, this. If you want to get deep on this, we can for a second. Hey, you might have expectations for yourself that you wouldn't apply to others when thinking about matchmaking them. So what I mean is that you have mm. a certain type. I mean, we've talked a lot about like what's your type and this and that, and it's like maybe you're closing yourself off from certain eligible candidates. Who you can make a connection with Because you're so stuck on like a type mm-hmm. But then with others You're like I don't care what your type is I'm just looking at Your vibe Or personalities Right mm-hmm. And thinking that people hit it off But then when it comes to you All of a sudden Now you got a type And they need to be like This height With this amount of body hair And this Like <laughs> this Bone structure And all this <laughs> I'm not trying to make you seem shallow But no, I know what you're saying Like you're just saying. having types Maybe you need to shed that you know what I mean? Get 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 find somebody who you connect with just off of a vibe. And the vibe is easy to identify. Yeah, it is. It is. It definitely is. How would you be able to co-sign that and you don't Because I feel like there's people like who you I You cheekless. I don't think you could say anything about this. No, right I, now. but I can vibe with a person and I can I'm just messing with you. I know. Shut up. <laughs> but there's a vibe. I know you could when you vibe with you a person. You know what it feels like. Yeah. You've you've vibed with people before. It's exactly. like it just feels effortless Like it, you you could just be yourself And like the other person Is laughing Easy. with you And joking with you and Easy like- The next person Dev Let me give you a, 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 a challenge The next person That just like Randomly embraces Your jokes And like goes with the flow With them And kind of can roll With the punches And you just see like That rat-a-tat-tat Happening Putting Listen I need you to bag Yeah You understand Okay I overstand Cause that person is really feeling your vibe. Now they might, they might not look the way your typical expectations are set up. You know what I mean? They may have a peg leg. Mm, wait. Or a wig. A peg leg. Or something. Something might be off. But I need you to see their heart. <laughs> I feel your heart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't worry about what the exterior looks like. Just worry about their heart. Right. You feel me? Their yin and their yang. Exactly. Because this is... Listen, the universe is going to come back and work in your favor, bro. Like I said, it's karma. It's yin and yang. Yin yang twins. Call it Paul Bubba Sparks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Yeah. No, but I, I guess I'll end this segment by saying I'm proud this. of you. I guess I'll end this segment by saying this. I hope that, um, you know, I, I hope that even if it doesn't become anything, even if the two guys, you know, don't even end up going on a date, I hope that they were both happy with, like, talking to each other and just getting that vibe off, like you said. And I just hope that things work out for the both of them. So, yeah, if they ever hear this episode, shout out to y'all. Look out for my boy. He's a cheekless wonder. And he's looking for love. And for anybody listening, all you controllers. Stop saying I'm cheekless. For all you controllers, let's be clear. Dev is cheekless. <laughs> if there's anything I want you to take away from today's episode is that Dev has not experienced cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> he has not been to the cheekdom of heaven in many, many moons. But I want us to agree that Devin did a good thing looking out for two other people today. Proud of you. Shut up. Proud of you. Yo, Dev. What, man? I'm sick of you calling me cheekless for the for the last 15, 20 minutes. Dev, I want you to get pumped up. What? I want you to get excited. You want me to get loud? I want you to get loud. What are you Why are you saying all this for What's going on Because Just when you thought There was not a movie To be excited about okay. Coming soon When you thought There was no hope For the for the movie industry And you're feeling like Man I just need something That's gonna get me pumped up mm-hmm. When you feel like Creativity has been Thrown out the window Okay I'm here to tell you today that you should get loud, get excited, because <clears throat> a new Pinocchio movie is coming now. Let's go! Pinocchio is your favorite movie or something? No, I'm just thinking you would be excited. But what? So it. <laughs> Why? Why is there another? Why is there no Pinocchio movie? I don't have no clue. It should have just been left at the original, John. I, uh, you got me there. Well, how did you hear? So, how did you hear about this? I want you to watch this, uh, this uh, trailer. So, oh, there's a new the 2022 movie. Okay, coming out called Pinocchio: A True Story. All right, and this is the trailer right and here. And this is the trailer. So I want to watch it, and I, I got a topic that I want to talk about. Okay. There you go. Now, what should we name you? Maybe Leonardo. No, he'd grow up to be a turtle who only cares about pizza. I don't believe my eyes. Your name will be Pinocchio. Father, when can I leave to be on my own? I've got the whole world. <laughs> That's, uh, that sounds like uh, Pauly Shore. When can I leave to be on my own? <laughs> Keep playing. <laughs> to see, you are too special, Pinocchio. The world is full of people who could harm you. The timeless story. Our last few shows barely had any audience. We just need to come up with a new act. Ooh, come on! You thought you knew. The coach is headed for the cliff. She's gonna fall. Hold on, <laughs> Senorina. Are you made of wood? You will become a star, my boy. Lady. What? This John look trash. Why you got me watching this John for? 
Yeah. What the heck? The topic I want to talk about is why do they keep remaking <laughs> stuff? Like, just, there's literally, like, there's no reason to remake Pinocchio. But as a side note, somebody posted this the other day. It was like, we're witnessing the yesification of, of Pinocchio, the character. Yes. Like, yes. Like, why? Yes, queen? Yes. Because the way he comes in in the beginning of the trailer. Oh, what was it like? Like 15 seconds in? Right here? Yeah, I think it was right Father, there. when can I leave to be on my own? <laughs> Why does Pinocchio suck? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a real boy. <laughs> Why am I made of wood? Yo, this is going to be the most annoying Pinocchio. <laughs> Hands down. <laughs> it's it is the yesification. <laughs> So like, said, my nose is getting longer after each lie. <laughs> Why you sound like one of the queer eye uh, guys? Yeah, he do sound mad annoying. He gonna help clothe you after a uh, Karamo talks to you <laughs> about your lifestyle. He gonna reconnect you with your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> and then the John with the princess. Yo, he really sound like one of the queer eye castmates. Arena. <laughs> Are you? Urena! <laughs> I wanna be a boy of my own. I don't get it. Nah, I agree. Geppetto, when can I make a TikTok? <laughs> yeah, he definitely said, I can't name you Leonardo because you're gonna wanna eat pizza and be a turtle. Like, who wrote this shit? <laughs> Yo, this joint is shot out, bro. Yo, can we, you want to finish watching it? I don't. Why not? <laughs> exactly. You think I'm going to go sit through an hour and a half of this in the theater? Yeah. Paulie Shore, John Heater, and Tom Kenny. Dev, I don't care three, who's in it. That's three titans of the uh, of the world. Of the this is hilarious, world. yo. Just <laughs> off of the strength of that sound at the beginning of him speaking for the first time, I know that I'm never going to watch this. This is hilarious. Got the whole world to see. You are too sh Father, when can I leave to be on my own? I've got. I was made in a wood shop. <laughs> my ankles hurt. They're made of cherry mahogany wood. Hey, ass queen. Where's my AirPods at? <laughs> <laughs> Father, my they own. Did, they did this. They did this with so many movies, or they did this with so many. Like, yo, I'm getting so tired of the of the remakes, yo. They brought it up in. They brought it up in here. One of the another one, the Ninja Turtles. They they remade the Ninja. You yo, don't need to do that. Ghostbusters had a remake. Ghostbusters had like three remakes already. Um, like you, I, you said, Ninja I Turtles. Said, like I said, the Ninja Turtles already had uh, a remake. Sonic. Sonic had a. Re oh my. God, you're right about that. Um, the John, um, Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z had a remake. Remember they did the live action John. That John was trash. And then if it's not like a like a straight up one for one remake, it's revivals of old things, bringing them back. Yeah, like rises into the the Sex in the City John, just like that. Like you bringing back these Sex in the City characters, they like ninety years old each. Oh yeah, they're not having sex no more. <laughs> 
And it's like It's just about them old It's like a whole show About them being old now And I hope I don't offend nobody Who's like big Sex in the City fans Listening but That John is trash It's like there's no There's no original Ideas so me and Davi was having to talk about this and I was she was asking like why is that? Why is there so many remakes and not anything more original? And what I was saying is that I don't think it's because of a lack of originality and creativity. I think what it is is because we are in a society currently where it's more about like skill acquisition and making money off of your skills than actually being creative and being original. So the reason you see all these Pinocchios and Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters remakes popping up mm-hmm. is because they know they'll make money off of them. Right. And there's a formula for making that money. So now the name of the game is just go get as many editors and uh, animators and people mm-hmm. who do post-production stuff as you can. Yep. And it's not about those people having any anything worth giving in terms of creativity. Yo, we want you to make pin- remake Pinocchio, but we're going to use all our latest technology, blah, blah, blah. Boom. As long as we, if we put 30 million into the movie, as long as we make 60 back in ticket sales and everything, we, we good. Yeah. And that's how they keep their, the studios keeps their pockets flowing. Yep. That's all it is. It, it has nothing to do with a lack of creativity or originality. Cause I'm sure there's people out there who have good original ideas. And Davi made a good point. She's like, well, you know, in reality, all media has like formulas to it. I'm like, yeah, true. Like, um, like movies have like, there's not too much more under the sun you could do with a movie. Right. Like all movies have to have like, you know, three acts and like a climax and, <laughs> you know, they have to have certain plot devices happening and certain, the way like twists happen and stuff like that. Climax. Um, that's funny to you. <laughs> that's why you cheekless. Cause you're not, you're not mature. But you know, like there's a formula to movies, at least successful ones, and there's not too much different you can make of movies. Also, when different movies are made, they're typically seen that as like uh, uh, risky moves, anyway. You yeah. know what I mean? They, there's people who try creative stuff with film, um, cinematography, or the way they write a story, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But yeah, that 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 is just. It's, it's a clear sign that there's a lack of a care for and a cultivating of creativity, mm-hmm. which is why we get a 2022 Pinocchio where he has an iPhone in his hand talking about, I want to be a blank tomorrow. <laughs> I'm non-binary. What? <laughs> and also, like, I do think a big factor has to be, and I don't know if you kind of said this. Where's my macchiato? <laughs> no, like, I feel like the quick buck to me is what this all comes from, too. You're going to have people who just want to see the Ninja Turtles. You know what I mean? You're going to have people who want to see Pinocchio, who want to see um, oh, yeah, Ghostbusters. Pin- yeah, so like, they have a make, target audience for all gonna this You're going to make stuff. millions just off of what the original movie put into it. So it's like, why not make your own and make that, like... Star Wars before Star Wars nobody was doing it like that then they did that and now they had a they gained a following just off of making those first few movies and like getting people interested in that world same thing with the first Ghostbusters same thing with Pinocchio you get people interested in that world and what the person is about don't just like bite off of what they did and then now all the people who love that movie or love that concept will now watch it just based solely off of that it's like just being a fan of an artist, like and and this is like this is not just in movies; it's everywhere. Music too, and all yeah. Cartoons, like 
I saw somebody post the other day, like they had a, you know, Dora the Explorer, which is a really popular children's. Yeah, they did a live genre. action genre. They did like a different animated version of it. And they're like, why does Dora look so different and goofy looking? Yeah. They're remaking cartoons. They're remaking movies. They're remaking Dora, Dora. TV shows. It's like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, oh, I, and here's the other thing. So I was, as I was looking up this, I, I read that there is. Another Pinocchio John that's coming out in the works. And this one's I don't even know what's worse. This remake with this uh queer eye um host Pinocchio or the fact that they got Guillermo del Toro making a Pinocchio on Netflix and it's supposed to be like a dark darker like adult version of Pinocchio. What? Yeah, like it's supposed <laughs> to be like a dark twisted Pinocchio type of project. It's not going to be a kids movie. It's be for adult. Hold on, let me pull the article up. <laughs> Not adult like porn. <laughs> That'd be crazy if Pinocchio started smashing John's <laughs> with his nose. <laughs> Take that! I lied to you. <laughs> I'm a real boy. I'm a real boy. I'm a real boy. Let me God, Pinocchio. <laughs> this boy. Yo, check this out. What they said on the article, what they saying. He, this is from uh, Guillermo del Toro himself. Uh-huh. He said, it's not a Pinocchio film for all of the family. Of course, it's a political film. Pinocchio during the rise of Mussolini, do the math. A puppet during the rise of fascism. So it's supposed to be like a, a film with a political message about this puppet maker during like the fascism period of Italy and... Pinocchio yeah, It's gonna have like not Adult Thematic vibes to it <laughs> Yeah This John is a nut Man This is a nut patch <laughs> He said no single character In history This is why he made it No single character In history has had A deep personal A deep As deep of a personal Connection to me as Pinocchio I've wanted to make this movie For as long as I can remember why? Like, what did Pinocchio? What, what did you mean? Influence did Pinocchio have on you? Like, <laughs> the, was it Pinocchio with Geppetto? Boy, never turned told a lie. Geppetto and the uh, Jiminy Crickets, right? Wasn't that Pinocchio too? Wasn't Jiminy Crickets the little cricket on his shoulder or something like that? Uh, I'm, I'm, to be honest, I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, because he had the song, right? He had the John, the Jiminy Crickets song, right? I'm Jiminy Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> That sound like an Eminem lyric. <laughs> Jiminy crickets, cause I'm on your pedal shoulder. <laughs> and they just make the cricket noise. Cricket, <laughs> <laughs> what? Cricket, cricket. You just say it's the cricket's Cardi name. Cardi B cricket. <laughs> you just say the cricket's name, but just in a funky voice. Cricket, <laughs> cricket. How do you mimic a cricket? That's wrong. That's the best thing. I, that's the best I could do. No, but did it? Was that? I ain't gonna lie though. I'm, I might be a little hype of this Guillermo del Toro John. He a, got Ron Perlman, Christoph Waltz, Ron Perlman. He got uh, Ewan McGregor. He got Hellboy. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. She was the ancient one from Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi's in it. Oh, Hellboy. That's crazy. He got all the old heads. That John might be fire. Guillermo del Toro don't miss. <laughs> I just watched this John called Nightmare Alley on HBO Max. He made it. It's about like uh, Bradley Cooper's in it. He's like he he works for a circus and then he becomes like a like one of those mediums. Oh, because okay. that's like one of the circus acts and he learns how to do it. And then it's this whole like 
Is it tough? It, it was all right. The ending was kind of nutty. But I can't wait for them to remake it in 40 years <laughs> and make Bradley Cooper's character say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a medium. <laughs> now, we'll see in 40 years what the new this personalities nutty, are. Like, I'm just, I'm just so fed up. Pinocchio. But no, I was serious, though. Like, all that you were saying, that's cool and all. But, like, the boy Jiminy Crickets, though, he had a... He was a... Uh, he was in that joint and he had a song. I don't, I don't. Does Pinocchio even have like a, yes, a theme song? Yes, look, I'm gonna look it up right here on Spotify. How do you spell Pinocchio? Like, does Pinocchio have a signature song? That's actually a good question. How do you spell Pinocchio? P I N G O P I N G O. Pingo. Pinno C C. Yeah, yeah, dude, and dude got an album. It got an album. So th- you just, Dev just pulled up the Walt Disney soundtrack of the original Disney Pinocchio movie. Mm-hmm. Sinister Stromboli, you remember that, John? No. Dave, come on. This is like the the signature song from Pinocchio. No, no, no. I think when you wish upon a star is the signature song. Upon a star, yeah. When you wish upon a star, remember this, John? No difference who you are. Who's singing this? Uh, Cliff Edwards. I guess this, yeah, I guess this is a signature theme song. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, but Disney movies was good for those. I forgot about this one. Mm-hmm. This is definitely not one of my favorite Jones. No, no, no. I feel like, but this, I just—I guess it's a signature song. Yeah. I just feel like in general, every like, cartoon should have some sort of signature song. I just feel like in general, like since Disney came out with like all their musicals and stuff and added music, I feel like not only have movies just grown, but also like TV shows and also like animated movies and stuff. Like everything has just grown with musical. Even like High School Musical, they came out with a whole John just based off of like. Yo, High School Musical has some boppies to it. Yeah. Dude. Bop, 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 straight to the top and show your stuff. Fight away your inhibitions. <laughs> Yo, I, I'm not even going to hold you. The, the like, High School Musical Camp Rock era, mm-hmm. I was right chair with it. You was in your bag? And now, granted, I was... um. Like probably in my upper years of high school, so I shouldn't have been cheer with it. <laughs> but we had Davi in the household. That's true. And Dumb Jones was events when Camp Rock and all them came out. Yeah, that's true. And the new High School Musical, mm-hmm. it was like watch party. People be like, "Yo, it's on right now." Everybody on Twitter would be talking about it. <laughs> watch parties. We was in a watch party with it. <laughs> Stick to the status quo. Yo, that. That's a that's that's, that's probably a, a bop. That's a classic boppy. No, no, no. Stick and it taught me a lesson. What it taught you? Uh, can he make a creme brulee? <laughs> Hip hop hooray! <laughs> that joke was tough. You know exactly what I'm talking about. But that that wouldn't be in my top five though. What you, what you mean top five? What you mean by that? That wouldn't be in my top five like songs from a from like a a, a kids thing. Cause look, so. The the reality is you look you gonna look it up, huh? man. Play that John. Play that John for the fans. 
Stick to the status quo. Let's take them. Let's let's take them right down to the uh, down memory lane. Get me in the Yo, this song hit. Yo, you know, you know Olivia Rodrigo starting this. Stick on your chest, my nigga. Fuck out of here. When I am in the zone and on the roll, but I got a confession, my own secret obsession, and it's making me lose control. It's easy, y'all. Everybody gather round. Get in line. I bake. What? I love to bake. Strudel, scones, even apple pandowdy. Not another sound. Yo, they shame this boy for baking. Not even down. He said apple strudels, crambouillets. He's an apple turnover. They do it all. He's like, not another sound. The whole lunchroom yelled at the boy. Yo, yo, shut up. They said, not another sound. Don't ever say nothing about bacon no more. This is drawing when you think about it. Like, just imagine you, like, come out to your friends, like, something that you've been holding in on the inside, and they're like, <laughs> make a whole song to make you feel bad about yourself. <laughs> Yo, if everybody started singing to you to try and discourage you from your dreams, that's nuts. <laughs> like, they all practice. Stick to the status quo, Eminem. <laughs> Hold on. Inside, I am stirring something strange is occurring. It's a secret I need to share. Uh huh. Open up deep, way down deep. You get in the passion. I love to pop and lock and jam and break. <laughs> is that even legal? Not another Yo, they just kept telling them different ways to shut up. All right, enough for that, man. Not another sound. <laughs> Not another P. <laughs> that was a classic song, though. And you know what, Dave? I, I think I think since we getting into it like this and we standing in line, I think it's time for our top five this week. And I think the way we should do it this week, we'll go top five, I guess, TV shows, movies, songs from TV shows or movies. How do you want how do we wanna how do we wanna put this top, one together? Top five songs from your Childhood or top five like cartoon songs. Okay, so top five cartoon songs, including movies, including TV movies, shows, TV shows, anywhere, anywhere. Yeah, because what we're saying is, a lot of times the song from a thing uh-huh. can be what makes it like special for you. There's songs that you and I have heard that we heard 20 years ago that they just stick with you because they're so memorable. Now, the Pinocchio John, I didn't remember because to me, that's not as memorable as the song that's the songs that I'm gonna listen in my top Fizna. Okay. Okay. You underdig what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel you. And Dave, you know, I gotta, I gotta uh I gotta I got a little surprise for you, right? Mm-hmm. So in the beginning of the episode, we talked about last week's top five. We talked about how we tied. During the episode, I got a text message from a listener. Mm-hmm. Right? Shout out to Booty Snacks, all right? Shout out to AKA Scooby Snacks out there. Mm-hmm. Created that beat for our top five intro. Mm. Big shout out to him. He, and he says, and I quote, yo, I don't know if I'm too, if it's too late, if I can't hand in my vote, but my vote 
this week gotta go to Dave. Dave. And his exact words were tater tots are elite. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. So with that being said, I gotta I gotta you know, I gotta give the win last week to Dave. Dave won the top five food. As I he always wins every top five food. Cause his belly is connected with everybody else's belly. Like Professor Xavier of food. <laughs> he can read all your belly's thoughts and stuff like that. So David won top five last week, so David can decide who is going first for this week's top five. Who's going first? Wow. Well, first of all, before we begin, I would like to just thank uh, everyone um, for enjoying my guilty pleasures as much as I do. <laughs> so, Dev, this week, I think I want to take a back seat, and you're going to go ahead and go first. Okay. The pressure's on you, All right. There is no buck. There is no pressure, because I come in with the fire this week. Coming in at number five for me, a movie that just came out, a movie that we were just talking about, a movie that is surpassing all the charts when it comes to Disney musicals or Disney movies, Encanto. Mm. And, and, and I'm just... Come on, y'all. Y'all know where I'm going with this. If you've seen Encanto, there's one song that is hitting the streets up, that is firing your speakers. There's somebody that we don't talk about, and his name is Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno, no, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. But it was my wedding day. The Eminem's um, sleep sound behind that. <laughs> Yo, you lucky I didn't even falling Sam. <laughs> you lucky I didn't even I, I didn't even get into her rap. She yeah, started frying that John. I don't care. We don't talk about don't, Bruno coming. I don't know. I can't. That John fired, Dave. Come on, Dave. You know you can't hate on that John. That's that Spanish excellence right there. I don't even know, Dad. That's like, Hispanic. I know it's I know it's blazing on, up Dave. the airways right Come now. Come on, Dave. I know it's I know it's prevalent and relevant. But I just it, Is it because I think Okay I gotta admit my bias here Okay It's because I know Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote it <laughs> So I When I hear it I think of like you Hamilton know, you, and everything else He's ever done And it's just hater. like You a hater I, I can't I don't know It's like ugh, Cause he's just He's goofy to me He's like Musical Drake <laughs> Sorta <laughs> I don't know I, I can't explain it. Musical dream. But I'm going to let you, I'm a, you know, I got to let you rock out because that song is popping. I bet you mad people listening right now are going to say Dez number five was tough. Yeah. But I know because that joint is tough. But are you done? Yeah, I'm done. All right, bet. Because my number five, 
Okay. It's for the real ones. Okay. See, I gotta I gotta say something right now about my top five cartoon songs. My Jones are deep cuts that only the real ones know. Okay. You feel me? Okay. It's gonna hit something deep when I play my Jones. Hey. So coming in at number five for me is a deep cut classic from none other than one of my favorite cartoons of all time, Doug. Come on, Dev. You already know what we're doing. On the trash can, bang it. <laughs> on the street light. Let's go. One Little Voice is Calling Me, a.k.a. Think Big, from Doug. Like I said, the real ones know that Doug was one of the most classic cartoons, and that was one of the more memorable songs from the entirety of the Doug series. Right. The reason that I love that song so much is because um, <clears throat> it sticks with you as catchy. It also... Uh, it also like maintained a lot of uh, thematic elements from things that people knew about at the time. Like when they were saying think big, they were doing the. <laughs> Yo, you're not about listen, to listen, 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 Dev, this John was revolutionary, bro. One little voice keeps calling me. That's my number five. Let's get it. All right, man. You, you. I don't think that 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 ha- that holds up to. We don't talk about Bruno, but coming in at number four for me. I don't even know if you got something that holds up to this, Dave. I. I mean, <laughs> I'm just gonna play it like this. This right here comes from Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, and you already know where I'm headed with this. If you ever seen with this classic Scooby-Doo movie, one of the best Scooby-Doo movies out there, this rock and roll inspired song, come on now, Dave, come on, let me just. You hear the screeching of an Wow, I had to. I threw a yo, Dave. Come on, you not gonna tell time, me, You're not gonna tell me I did. My knuckles didn't touch the ground when I threw this uppercut right at your chin, pops. It's terror time again. Scooby Doo on Zombie Island, a classic 
movie, a classic song. If you had a childhood, you know this song. You know this movie. It's not even, to, to me, it's not even close. Oh my God, this. So what is it, what's the movie from? Oh, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. That's what I was saying. It's from Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Um, I don't, I guess I don't, you explain the movie, they go to this island for like a, it's like a festival or something like that and it ends up getting obviously overtaken by zombies and they have to investigate and see what's going on. But they come up with this classic chase scene music when the zombies come to life and the gang first sees all the zombies and it's terror time again because you hear the screeching of an owl dave when's the last time you heard an owl screech (laughs) (laughs) just now terror time again scooby-doo on zombie is the screeching of an owl who no what is wrong you should give me your number four All right, coming in at number four for me. I ain't gonna lie, it's terror time again. That's a good joint. Cl- classical. That's a good joint. Classical. But this right here, again, the real ones know. Okay. When I play this joint from a goofy movie at number four. Uh oh. The real ones know what to do. They know to stand up and do the whole dance routine. Uh oh. Let's get it. Now listen, the crazy thing about this is that there was two Johns, because this also is when he performed Eye to Eye. Are you? Oh, I see what you're doing. Come on, Dad. You can't have the one without the other. You can't do a two and one on one show. You gonna tell me what I can and can't do? That's crazy. This was the climax of the movie. to play I had to play a small snippet of eye to eye because they both go together that was the same scene dev coming in at number four for me it's from a goofy movie when they played when they sang um stand out and eye to eye in the climax of the film anybody who watched the goofy movie knows exactly that part probably practiced the dance moves sang the song in your room come on dev it's Terror Time was cute, but that's a goofy movie <laughs> for work. Let's go. I, you're already looking at the screen. You already know what's coming. You already know. You you looked at the screen and looked directly down because you knew you don't got nothing to stand up to my number three song right now. Y'all, I, I'm going to tell you how tough this song is right here. I don't even need to tell you the name of the song and everybody's going to sing it already and they're going to know what movie it's from. So I'm going to just play it for y'all. Not 
Sound on somebody's heart. <laughs> you get my mind. Where you at? You doing push-ups right now at your job? You sitting at your front desk right now. Where y'all at? You driving in your car? Everybody right now is getting real low in their cars right now. Okay. More to do than can ever be done. Okay. There's far too much uh-huh. to take in. We're not coming up just yet. More to find than can ever be found. Okay, maybe now you can start lifting your knees a little bit. Okay. The sun rolling high. Uh huh. The sapphire sky. Okay. We're coming to a full stand soon. On the endless ride. Now you gotta stand up. Everybody throw your babies in the air. Yo, take your babies to the highest cliff. Hold a baby at a high cliff right now. It's getting real quiet on the other side of the table. Come on, Dave. You didn't want that smoke. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm sorry, man. Y'all, he is shaking right now. His fingers is, is is shaking. Trying to look up a song to compare to the circle of life coming in at number three for me. I ain't looking for nothing. I already had it. From the movie Lion King, y'all. I already had it. He knew that. He, he didn't know. He thought I was here to play games. He thought I was here to just ha-ha and ki-ki. I'm out here to, 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 I come for blood. All right? He took, <laughs> he took a win away from me. We was going to tie this week. You know, we got the late voting, and I allowed it. You lucky I allowed it. That's how honest I am. I read the text messages that we get. Circle of life, number three for me, Lion King. No no explanation needed. Lion King was a great movie. I will say that was one of the few movies I ever cried at when I was a kid. Okay. Emotion. Lion King is an all-time great. Enough said. And the circle of life is a, is a good song. A good song. <laughs> a good. But if we <laughs> at number three, we're gonna go head to head with our Disney tracks. Okay. And I believe I have the best Disney track that was ever created. Okay. Because the circle of life is cool, it's thematic, but as far as song composition, is not the best song. Coming in at number three for me. Let's get it. Your heart decide. I can 
show you the world. Take wonder by wonder, over sideways and under, on a That's tough. Now, if you ask me if the circle of life or a whole new world, which one is more memorable? Peebo Bryson, Regina Bell, a whole new world. I'm th- a circle of life is I'm cool. Gonna say, I'm going to say that's more memorable, Dave. A circle, circle of, of life, life is cool. Come on. But a whole new world is a better song. First of all, you feel the soul and the swag in it. Yeah, people, it make you it made you feel like you could get on a magic carpet yourself. And people, Bryson was at the and top fall of his in game. love. Yeah, people, Bryson was at the top of his game at that time too. And as far as I know, uh-huh. nobody has made a remix or made their own version uh-huh. of Circle of Life. It's always been just that one version. And that's on tough. A whole new world got a whole uh, cover from an Arab singer. Oh, what's his name? I see, I see, Ska. Let me play that for you real quick. You know what I mean? Okay. This joint was multinational, bro. Come on, Dev. I can tell you the Come on, Dev. I'm sure there's 40 more a whole new worlds in different languages, Dev. <laughs> get with it or get lost. A whole new world at number three. The best that Disney a, song that was a in good history. Round. That's going to be a tough round for people to decide. Round three was like Ali versus like Mike Tyson was a, the best of the best going up against each other. That was a tough round. Coming in at number two and number one for me, Dave, is going to be hard. It's gonna be hard for you to fight back from this. I'm telling you right now. Because everybody who's listening in knows these songs. Not only do they know the songs, but they know every word of the song. And why do I why do I do this to myself? I'm just gonna play the song. You got you got you got my volume up? You got it. Let's get it. Go ahead. Raise me up. When I'm feeling lonely, okay, sad as I can be, uh huh, all by myself in uncharted island in an endless sea, okay. What makes me happy? What makes me happy? Fills me up with glee, uh huh, uh huh. Those bones in my jaw that don't have a flaw, my shiny teeth and me. Shiny teeth and me. Yes, they're all so perfect. So white and pearly. Brush, gargle, rinse, a couple breath mints. My shiny teeth and me. Time out. Yo, you never had a bull to explain to you what you gotta do to make your teeth shiny? 
Dave. Dave. Brush, gargle, rinse, a couple breath mints, my shiny teeth and me. He just gave you the... My shiny teeth so awesome, just like a favorite song. My shiny teeth that blossom, so they grow to be real strong. My shiny teeth I love them, and they all love me. Should I talk to you when I've got 32? Shiny teeth and me. Shiny teeth and me. Dave, he gonna just end his verse. Why should I talk to you when I got 32? <laughs> hey, yo! I'm not gonna lie, that's that's a better verse than Eminem's verse <laughs> on gospel. That's 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 a bar. Why should I talk to you when I got 32? Hey, yo! Yo, whoever was ghostwriting for Chip Skylark? Come on, Dave. My shiny teeth in me, Chip Skylark from the TV show Fairly Odd Parents. I don't even know why I do this anymore, wow. man. I told you, I'm I'm not throwing out I'm not throwing out jabs anymore, Dave. It's all haymaker work. It's I'm just all right. Listen, I respect that. That that's that's a deep cut that I can respect. Fairly odd parents, Chip Skylark. But listen, for my next John. Uh, again, remember the theme here. The real ones know. And and Dev, we got to make sure we clarify, right? So people who are listening to this week's top five, and we may want to clarify this if we post it too because you be drawing with the posts so I don't collect all my votes. But we need to make clear, this is not like a, a cartoon or movies or TV shows theme song. That's a whole different top five. Yes. This is a song from within a cartoon TV show movie whatever correct that is like a standout song one that's memorable our favorite just tunes jingles that we remember from cartoon animated history yes, yes. right okay so coming in at number two for me this better be fire I'm going back to the well I gotta shout out Doug because Doug has two entries in on, my top five on your top five this is a stretch Two entries in my top five. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. So I got to say, coming in at number two for me. I eat my sugar cereal But it makes my teeth Bacteria <laughs> Why we did Two teeth related Jones for number two Listen Bar for bar <laughs> Chip Skylark Versus the The beats From Doug I, I'm taking Chip Skylark the, the dope thing About the beats was They were 
supposed they, they were a play off the Beatles. Again, Doug was tough with making references to like pop culture from the time when the show came out to the songs and things that they the influences that it had on the show. So in the show, there's a, a group, a band called the Beats that are like the Beatles and they got like the British singing and all that. Oh, okay. And kind of like that folk, you know, that folk pop uh, musical sound. So they're making this song about tofu and how much they hate tofu. He was talking about that evil bean curd and all that. Yeah. And then he was talking about I eat my sugar cereal, but it makes my teeth what, Dad? Huh? <laughs> makes my teeth what? Bacterial? Come on, Dad. I don't know if that stands up to shiny teeth and me. Killer tofu number two. That's a good number two though. Not coming in a number one for me though. And when I say the probably the most classic cartoon song ever, I mean like bar for bar, word for word. This is probably the most classic song that has ever come out on TV and history. Any cartoon. Even theme songs, I'll go ahead and say that. This is a lot. This is a classic song, Dave. And again, this is so classic. I don't even need to give you the name or the title or the sh- or the show. I just okay, football fans, put your hands together for the Bikini Bottom Super I just let it play, y'all. Some ugly looking fish. Maybe we're near one of those toxic waste dumps. I think I'm gonna be sick. Okay, everybody. <laughs> Let's get this over with. <laughs> one, two, three, four. Where my horns at? Chills down my spine right now. I mean, what? 
Should we just wrap the episode up now? That's episode fifty nine of the cruise control vote, Dev. Because whatever he got at number one ain't gonna hold a ain't gonna hold. I can't even come up with a word right now, dude. Whatever he has at number one, it has nothing for Sweet Victory from SpongeBob SquarePants. The episode what makes that Band-Aids. so epic for you, Dev? Okay, so first off, let's talk the episode in general. It wasn't looking too good. Squidward was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. He said he had a band. He didn't. He had to make one up. He tried to teach his this band how to do a good job. They ended up fighting, not getting along with each other. Mm-hmm. Squidward quits. He's like, I can't handle it anymore. Tomorrow, just show up. We're going to be embarrassed. I don't care. I'm going to deal with it. Mm-hmm. The band gets it together. They practice all night. They come out to this episode. They come out to this show. It's basically Super Bowl Sunday. And they put on a beautiful performance. The drums, the piano, the guitar, the bass, everything excellent. The words. You felt it at the end. And then to see Squidward get so happy and just so joyous. It was a per- it was perfect. And this is a song that has not been touched. This is a song that's going to go down forever as a classic that you just leave alone. And it's a it's a kid's cartoon song. So Sweet Victory SpongeBob SquarePants Band Geeks episode classic. Let's get it, Dave. What you got? All right. You got to come with some heat. SpongeBob is is SpongeBob and we were talking about this um earlier. SpongeBob does have a lot of really memorable Songs associated with oh, yeah. the, the the show. Oh yeah, rip my pants. Yep. Um, the John Greasy Spoon. I know you say you don't remember right. that. The John Greasy Spoon that Mr. Krabs and SpongeBob was singing to each other. Uh, Pearl's birthday song. Yeah, by uh, Boys Who Cry. Right. I need four ply, four ply when I cry. Remember, he hired Squidward to do it because he couldn't afford the actual Boys Who Cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Spongebob has some good ones But Dev Coming in at number one for me Okay It's gotta be fire This right here This could be on the radio Is how fire this song is Okay Before I begin I have something to say It is honored to be here So 10% of 5200 I love country music I love writing songs But I am a simple man hey, I have a job in a restaurant And I like it In fact Someday I hope to be a great chef I don't want to be famous uh, Gerald Not now man I'm trying Shout to figure out, out How much Hill. money we're gonna make This is my first time Singing at the Aubrey Gerald What? It will also be my last time So now I will sing my song on stage For the last time It's the last time he sung it there You can offer me Diamond-plated pearl You can send me All the riches in the world You can tempt me With the palaces of kings I'd give them back In a big old sack And keep the simple things I've got the simple things I've got the rain and spring Got spicy chicken wings And french fried onion rings You can line me up A mile of limousines For me it don't add up To a hill of beans I got no hankering For grabbing your brass ring It's crystal clear I'll stay right here And keep the simple things I've got 
Sheesh. That was The Simple Things Sheesh. by Mr. Hyung. Clap it up. From Hey Arnold. Dev, the reason that's just epic is, first of all, it's a tough... It might be my favorite crunchy track in the history of country songs. Did you say crunchy track? Country. You said crunchy the first time. Country crock <laughs> is my favorite butter. Okay. And my favorite country song might be The Simple Things. That's how tough that song was. But when you think about the episode, right? Uh-huh. Mr. Hyun, nobody thought he had talent like that. Because he was, like he said, he's, he's just like a an cook. Asian guy. He said he was just a cook he's in a, a restaurant. He's a cook. Right. You know. He doesn't. He 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 has like a, his. Uh, he has an accent because he speaks. He speaks. Uh, I guess Mandarin, and he speaks American. He gets judged and and prejudiced and stereotyped, and he's got this beautiful country singing voice because he loves country music mm-hmm. so much so that he got f- famous instantly. This was before TikTok, before IG. <laughs> he didn't create no Vine to go famous. Right. He was famous off the strength. And he made a, a, a worldwide bibbity bop classic, Dev. He did. SpongeBob performed that underwater. Nobody even heard it above land. They went above land to sing it. No, in a bubble, though. Dave, they were at the Super Bowl. They wasn't at the Super Bowl, what bro. What was that? They was at the Bubble Bowl. No, they was at the Cotton Bowl. <laughs> Shut up. They was at the Bubble Bowl. I think that's what the name of it was. Exactly. That's not even a real thing. <laughs> he was at the Grand Old Opry. That's a real place. <laughs> He said, I always want to play here. <laughs> Mr. Hyun was tough. And he backed down. After all the fame and fortune, he said, I don't need that. I'm a simple guy. He lived his lyrics. He's realer than any rapper, dude. Fresh fried onion ring. Come on, man. The simple things. This, this was a good Again, top five. Again, the real ones know. This was a good top This five. was a good top five. Let's give it up to each other, man. Say this was a great top five, and you know, with with that amazing top five, I will say that this is the end of episode fifty nine of the Cruise Control. You guys know what to do already. Go on Instagram and vote. Follow us on Instagram first at Dev Phoo or follow Dave at Dave Cruise two six seven. Follow the podcast Cruise underscore Control Pod on Instagram. If you do not have an Instagram, follow us on Facebook Dev Cruise Dave Cruise Cruise Control Podcast. This is again have been episode fifty nine. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys every episode. You guys keep listening in. Keep bringing the numbers up. Keep telling your friends, your podiatrist, your psychiatrist, Michael Myers, hypiatrist. I just made up a word but just keep telling everybody about the cruise control podcast we want to keep growing up we want to keep going we want to get bigger and better every episode every day we want to get better at this so we love you guys we appreciate you guys and dave since we're doing this i'm gonna end it on a classic song Mm -hmm. i got it pulled up already you we don't even need to talk about it we already we already said it earlier today this is a classic song from a classic tv show we love you guys Stay safe. I thought that I had everybody on my side, but I went and blew it all sky high. And now she won't even spare a passing glance. All just because I ripped my pants. When Big Larry came around just to put him down, SpongeBob turned into a clown. And no girl Eminem made that noise in the back. The rip pants sound. So much worse. Cause winding up with no one is a lot less 